Hey there, and welcome to the Classical Liberal Project. My name is Danielle, and I'm here with Jonathan Casey, the chair hello, hello. of the Classical Liberal Caucus. And Jaron, how do you say your last name? Widener. Widener. Okay, that's what I would have said, but uh, from Libertarians Who Make Art. Uh, welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so can you... Can you just tell us a little bit about Libertarians Who Make Art for folks that maybe don't know what that is? Yeah, um, so uh, a little bit of background on me. I have a, a degree in music business, and um, so I have that, plus um, the last few years being involved with the Libertarian Party of Tennessee, um, and just trying to find a way to um, promote more art within the Libertarian Party um, and creativity and kind of, it seemed like there was a need for that and just for creative libertarians to like have a community and find each other and help promote our projects. Um, so that was really kind of where the idea came from. And so two years ago, I started with just like a Facebook group and invited some people that I knew were libertarians who did you know, music or painting or whatever it was. And it sort of has organically grown from there. Um, there are now several hundred people in the Facebook group and um, there's a website and I'm writing articles and doing interviews with artists. And um, yeah, it's been pretty awesome to watch it grow and just to meet all these really interesting creative libertarians. When did you start? When did you guys start? Um, it was, I started with the, the Facebook group about two years ago and it was just that and like an Instagram, um, account and that was about it at first. Okay, nice. And so I'm assuming that this is a broad range. I've seen a few of your interviews and, and stuff like that. I'm assuming it's pretty much a broad range. Anything Anything that can be considered art is, is 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 acceptable, or is there any kind of parameters that people have to meet? Um, so, like, the main tagline that I had um, from the start was uh, music, books, film, and more. And so, kind of the main focus is on those types of things of music, books, and film. Um, but there's also a lot of um, visual artists and painters and um, Danielle's also been a part of it from early on too. So um, a lot of that, and I like to have, uh, you know, different types of artists. Um, like one of the upcoming articles um, is a uh, a guy who does uh, py pyrography. So he does like wood burning art. Um, so it's just, you know, interesting things that I never really even considered, but you know, there's libertarians doing all sorts of creative stuff. Yeah, you, I'd never heard that word before. So there you go. Can Can you think of any other like off offbeat ones that you've heard of or taught interviewed anyone about? Um, let's see. Who else? <laughs> well, I know you interviewed Danielle not too long ago. What kind of art did you do? You do Danielle? I do mixed media art. So I've been lately, I've been working in clay, but I've done a lot of painting and I really enjoy making protest signs. It's like my, <laughs> my big libertarian art thing. I love usually. It. I love oh, and I've it. made, 
I've made paintings for um, auctions for like LP Washington and oh, he, uh, our county and stuff. I'll have to talk to you. We've got uh, there's a, LP Texas is having a uh, uh, silent auction to stuff. So yeah. we might have to we might have to come up with some stuff. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, Jaron, what other what other uh, interesting, <clears throat> weird and wacky people? I mean, listen. We're libertarians. We're all kind of weird and wacky. Right. But, and then yeah. the especially the, the artists on top of that. Right. That's, just, that's a whole <laughs> new level. So what, what other kind of uh, uh, specific arts forms have you, have you seen? Um, let's see. Gosh, there's, there's so many that I've, that I've connected with now. It's, it's hard to think of specific ones, but like there's one, um, she does a lot of like, cosplay stuff and then she also makes these like handmade pokeball things like they're like little okay. displays like kind of like a diorama or something with like the pokemon inside this big pokeball thing they're you know super unique so yeah i know what you're talking about it, it's uh <laughs> it's like a fairy garden but it's pokemon yeah oh, okay i had i knew some friends who were very much into dungeon and dungeons and dragons they had uh, figurines and they were yeah. into, into all that. And I, I somehow missed out on the Dungeons and Dragons. I had a few friends that were into it, but I somehow that skipped by me. And I, I, I think I just went into video games instead. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, interesting side note. I was playing Dungeons and Dragons two nights ago with a uh, group that I play with. <laughs> nice. nice. My, uh, my day job's at a board game store. So I'm around D and D nerds all the time. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Great. We'll, uh, I'll get lots of barista stories to you guys the longer we do this because, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm weird, but the people that come into coffee shops, <laughs> my, especially my wife, before coffee. Right, yeah. my, you're right, exactly. My wife was a barista when we first when we first met, so I, I know how that goes. The stories she would come <laughs> home, I'd be like, that is so weird. Because I've always been yeah. in the customer service industry, but actually going to people's homes. And there it's a little bit different. Uh, and it's, usually we had a higher end clientele, uh, but I'd still get a few stories here and there where husband and wife just have an all out argument in front of you. And you're just standing there going, what is going on? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I managed a coffee shop for about five years. So nice. yeah, I would definitely know what, what that's you, like. Gotcha. What do you do now? Uh, now I'm a manager at a, a restaurant. So hmm. not too much different. I was going to say, you probably have plenty of stories, plenty of stories from that. Yep. <laughs> so where do you, where do you want to take libertarians who make art? Where do you, where do you see yourself in a few years? Are there specific goals you're looking for? Are you really just building a community? What, where do you want to take it? Um, yeah. So I would definitely like to continue to grow. Um, I, I went to the libertarian party of Tennessee state convention um, back in April this year um, and I you know I set up a table there and had some t-shirts and and stuff like that and some artwork there was a local artist um, libertarian who had her paintings there um, and we did we actually did one of the workshops um, during the convention and so that was that was a really cool experience um, that's the first time we've done something like that um, so I'd definitely like to do more of that um, go to different events and uh, have a presence there. Um, I don't know. I've I've got different ideas with like um, maybe turning the articles into like a 
a digital magazine or something like that. Um, definitely want to do more video content, which I'm not very good at. So, <laughs> um, but I know that you know YouTube and TikTok is is where to be these days. So I'd like to try to do more on that. Um, but yes, you know, just continue to expand um, our reach and be able to actually uh, provide good resources for the artists and exposure for them and help them actually promote their projects and be more successful in whatever they're trying to do, um, as well as sort of just um, in a more general sense, uh, bring awareness to more the broad public of like, hey, we are libertarians and we're making these interesting creative things like, you know, it doesn't all have to be like libertarian themed art. It's just a really cool film or novel or whatever it is. Um, but like we're libertarians and we're real people. And this is, you know, things that we work on, you know, um, we're not just typing on keyboards in our basements, spouting off libertarian philosophy. We're actually like engaging with the world, doing cool things, you know? Well, yeah. Oh, I go ahead. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> just, well, so you mentioned, you know, the art and kind of politics. Do you find that most of the artists that you interact with are, the, are there, is their art specifically libertarian or is it just, they happen, they happen to be libertarian to make art or are they making art that is libertarian or is it just kind of a mixture all kind of in between? I know Danielle said that she likes to make protest sign. Well, that's clearly <laughs> very politicized yeah. art. Uh, what's kind of the mix there? Is it 50, 50 or somewhere in between? Um, it's definitely a mixture. Um, I'd say at the moment, it's probably more people who have libertarian themes in their artwork. Okay. Um, but I'm, I'm not very particular with like the artists that I'm seeking out. Um, basically if you are making art, you know, if you're doing music or film or anything like that, and you also claim the word libertarian, that's a pretty strong statement in and of itself. And so if you're brave enough to say that you're a libertarian and also like try to produce some type of entertainment um, that's kind of enough criteria that I'm looking for. It's like, if you claim that you're libertarian and you're making something cool, um, that's what I'm doing. And so when I first started out, um, there's, there's a few other websites. There's ones called art for Liberty. Um, and so to me, I found a few of those that were like specifically, people who were making liberty themed art and that one has, you know, has like a lot of novels and stuff like that um and i guess it sort of comes out of my my background of being involved with like youth group and church related um things with you know christian music and christian punk music and the whole discussion of are you a Christian band or are you just Christians in a band and stuff like that? And that whole, <laughs> that mm -hmm. whole craziness. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I kind of went that route of like, it doesn't have to be 
liberty theme specifically like it sure it can be right. um but as long as you're a libertarian making something cool that's what i care about yeah no i like it i like so it a lot I, yeah well i remember <laughs> i remember i don't know if, if you're old enough jaren but i remember back in the day evanescence got labeled oh, yeah. as a christian band for a while and they're like what <laughs> which, yeah. I, which they weren't like if i remember correctly they weren't they were pretty clean they weren't that you know uh raunchy or anything so i i yeah. who knows how they got labeled that which i thought was pretty <laughs> funny so. yeah i think because i i was definitely kind of involved with the whole thing that was definitely during my uh high school days and youth group and everything and yeah that discussion because i think there was like a guest vocalist on one of their songs who was in a popular Christian rock bands. And so that mm. sort of like lumped them in and they're like, no, we're not, we're not a Christian band. <laughs> right. We're just friends with Christians guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it is funny. I mean, it's always one of those things where, you know, an art doesn't, an art doesn't have to be explicitly something, but the artist's intention there's, I think that's why art can be so appreciated is because we look at it and we can try to appreciate what the artist is telling us, but we can also look at it and, what does it telling ourselves and not just not it's not always what the artist is intending to tell somebody but it can be what mm -hmm. we just interpret as um and you know we walk up to a painting especially you know modern or abstract and you can just look at it and it gives everybody a completely different reaction to and i find that i find that pretty special um and i think that there's something innate in us that regardless of what the intentions of the art form are it could be completely un a completely unique experience to each individual you know you and i can look at a, the same picture or painting and and have you know completely different interpretations of what the artist is trying to say yeah. um and you know that's um you know and some artists some artists are like well i don't want you to know what i was i was saying and some <laughs> artists are very specific about what they're of what they're trying to say so interesting interesting <laughs> it's an interesting thing to think about and one of those things that i could i can literally sit in a museum and stare at a painting for a long time so yeah me too I, there are reasons people don't go with me to the art museum <laughs> <laughs> yeah i understand that and i think that you know an artist you might not intend to like put your specific philosophic views in your art but like if that's your your worldview that's kind of just gonna come through what right. you do anyway if, you know if, if you write a fantasy novel or something if you're a libertarian those views will subtly be there because that's your worldview you know so now jaron you said that you did a workshop at the tennessee state convention can you tell me more about that um yeah so that was like uh well i guess or was, was that like just a, like oh they had these like breakout sessions, I guess they were called, um, where different people gave little like 30 minute um, discussions about, you know, specific topics. Um, and so I talked a lot about kind of the stuff I'm talking with you about. Um, and I was also fortunate enough to have uh, Lauren Wagner, um, who's one of the, uh, the artists that I've interviewed she's also from tennessee and so she was there she talked about her art she does painting um she's really good so just sort of discussing the concepts of um libertarianism and the role of art in the liberty movement 
Um, it's kind of what we went over during that uh, breakout session. I, I just a few weeks ago, I took my uh, my wife and I took our three kids to Brickfest, and they had some uh, sessions. I was really hoping that a break went by a breakout session. You meant that we were, they were doing art during the session, yeah. and that's what they did at the Brickfest. Is you could walk up to a table and just start building things. They had piles of Legos. Like, man, that'd be awesome for a uh, to just just okay. Convention's over for thirty minutes. Go make art. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was just imagining cool. everybody finger painting or something. Yeah, that's uh, a. Uh, I'll do that at your convention. Right there, we go. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it in DC twenty four. We're gonna have finger painting session. Oh, oh <laughs> yes. I'll I'll stay at the booth all day. There you go. Um, oh, I had another question and I just lost it. I started thinking about finger painting. Got right. Sorry, sorry. I distracted you with finger painting. Oh, oh so I, I want to know. Sorry. Uh, what do you think is the place of art in the libertarian movement? Yeah, so um, I feel like the art and entertainment industry is is a really important place to be. It's, um, it's a huge part of culture. I think that um, our culture is very influenced by the art and entertainment that we consume. And um, for a while now, it seems like um, a lot of the people involved in those industries um, have particular um, views um, that a lot of people might not align with. And it's difficult to have like large commercial success if you don't align with certain viewpoints um, within the art and entertainment industry. Um, so I think there's definitely room for uh, libertarians to kind of like help support each other um, with their creative projects and uh, just be more involved in the art and entertainment industry and have more of a voice um, in the public sphere. Uh, I had another point that I was going to say <laughs> with that. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what I was going to say now. I do appreciate that you were able to like provide us with a space to connect. Cause like it is mostly philosophy and the libertarian party and like, I'm a weirdo artist. So it's like nice to know that like, okay, there are other people like me. Um, and like with the CLC too, obviously, but uh, yeah, we yeah. do focus. We focus so much on talking. It's really good to have a space where people can actually be doing something. Yeah, um, and it's so it's really good that there's an actual uh, something like this where you can actually share each other and be creative with each other, where you're actually doing you know touching grass uh, as opposed <laughs> to everybody else. Yeah, I mean, you're right. I think libertarian circles tend to be um, a lot of just philosophy discussion groups basically oh. um you know aside from like the ones who are actually activists and out there trying to do things or running for office and stuff like that um i'll think a lot of them just um tend to uh live their normal lives and then come online just to discuss philosophy and and that's that's good and all but um i think it's it's necessary to have um, a network and support uh, behind what we're trying to do um, 
just to have a, a greater voice and a greater impact on the culture and people around us. Yeah. And, and I don't want to say that it's bad to philosophize online because I do think it's super important <laughs> to have those discussions, yeah. um, especially because I'm not reading economic journals. So I do rely on those people who have had those philosophical discussions <laughs> to sort of, you know, catch me up a little bit. So um, and and that philosophy informs our art as well. Mm -hmm. And so, like, it, it is super important. Um, it's just different from what I do. Yeah. How, how does your, uh, how does your, uh, how does your libertarianism influence your pottery or your, your clay, uh, your sculptures? Is it a middle finger to the man? Uh, it kind of is. So actually <laughs> I think, so what I do at work is we're across the street from a high school and, Hi. um, we get middle schoolers and high schoolers in all the time. Sometimes they're with their friends and like one person isn't eating or they like are a dollar short. Um, so we have a gift card in the register and every once in a while I'll do a, a pay it forward Friday and I'll say, I'm not collecting tips today. I'm putting anything that you give me on this gift card, um, so that I can buy kids lunch. Um, and then I give them little clay things or plants. Uh, so okay. they're not libertarian themed clay things, but they are things that make people happy. And then we get to talk about like taxes and stuff. Cause I can be like this way, it goes straight on a gift card and I don't have to pay taxes on it. So that's fine. I like it. Uh, yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Thanks. That's awesome. I love, I love little, little solutions like that. I think, I think if we focus more on those little solutions to things, we can fix a lot of big problems just mm -hmm. by starting, just by starting figuring out, okay, what's, what's the problem in my neighborhood? And we yeah. like to talk about big national discussions about big problems. And we have big problems. Don't get me wrong, but so many of those big problems became big because we just don't take care of our neighbors. You know? Yeah. We talk yeah. to them, we don't interact with them and we don't, you know, come up with community uh, solutions. Now, speaking of that, is there anything going on in Tennessee where you're at right now um, that we can highlight? Um, let's see, Tennessee. <laughs> you just had a convention, though, right? So you're kind of winding down from that. Yeah, that was that was a little while ago. Um, but uh, yeah, Tennessee has had some uh, things in the news recently. <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess there was the, uh, the bill kind of going after, um, the drag queen story hours and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, there's been a lot of, uh, heated debate around that, that <laughs> bill. And, well, didn't uh, it, didn't it ban all performances by i think it was even adult performances wasn't it it, it was kind of very very broadly written bill exactly it, it's yeah it's very vague um, right so it it's not specific at all so the the tennessee legislator can really kind of skew and stretch that that bill to kind of make it whatever they wanted to to fit their agenda um they so do <laughs> and they is will that, is that where dolly parton had drag queens on stage no that was that was I, lizzo who had drag queens on oh stage. sorry dolly parton, dolly parton did, says she's illegal in some states that's what yeah she well the, yeah, she's from here Florida. yes 
Well, I think okay. Dolly, Dolly Parton was talking about the, the Florida law, saying that that law would make her illegal in the yeah. states, which is quite or, quite funny. I mean, come on, like DeSantis, <laughs> you're going to lose to Mickey Mouse. Do not even try to go after Dolly Parton because you will lose very fast. <laughs> that is a yeah. she is a national treasure. She is not going to she is not going to let you you win that one. Oh. Uh-huh. Yep, she's a, a national treasure, and especially here in Tennessee, I imagine. which you know is it's kind of weird because she she's definitely more um, more edgy than the uh, the GOP you know controlled legislator in the state. Here we have Chuck Norris, so there you go. <laughs> nice. That's usually how it is. It's been a while since I've. I don't know if the kids these days. Uh, Talk about Chuck Norris, but that was growing up. That Chuck Chuck Norris jokes were were the, uh, the yeah. all the rage for Texans. So. I'm familiar I, with Chuck Norris jokes. <laughs> I had the governor for my governor Ooh. governor Schwarzenegger for a while. So <laughs> I had a lot of hope for him. He uh, he he was like he talked about. I mean, he was quoting Milton Friedman all this and gets into office and it just kind of meh. Yeah. God dang it. He spoke so well. He's like Reagan. He spoke so well on the campaign trail. And then it just, when he gets but into office, meh. You got to give it to him when he sees a hole, he fills in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Goodness sakes. Oh, man. I feel yeah. a, little bit, a little bit the same way about, uh, oh, gosh. Uh, I'm a drunk. Glenn Jacobs, uh, Kane, the wrestler. Yeah. Is the, uh, mm. Knoxville mayor and he's actually he spoke to the Libertarian Party conventions and you know years ago and, and so I got to meet him there and uh, he he's said a lot of great things and I'm not sure he's quite living up to all those things he said no. well I know he was I thought he was a, I think he was a member of the Libertarian Party for a while but then left to run as a Republican so yeah a pox on him <laughs> in his house <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. He, he's unless, still a good he's, guy. unless he switches once he gets in office, that's fine. Right, right. You Pull can always switch up. back. There you go. <laughs> oh, the Libertarian Party did gain a state uh rep, a state legislature in Vermont. They switched oh, okay. up allegiances. We had a mayor leave in Florida, leave for the forward party, and then in Vermont we had a state legislator switch uh over. So there you go. All right. See, let's see. I want to see if he can win a re-election uh, campaign because with Marshall Burt, you know, losing last election, that was a big downer. But we just we need to get him to win once they're once they've switched to us. We got to get him to win under the libertarian name, and I think that'll be a big step, yeah. big step forward. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan, do you have anything else for Jaron before I ask him to give us all of his socials and stuff? No, I think I think I think it's really interesting. I love what you guys are doing. I think it's I think it's really good. Again, it's a community based around something that's not just philosophy and talking. It's actually doing and showing. And I can really imagine that it's a real creative community as well. Um, where can people find you? What can people do to join you? What's uh, give us your your pitch and your 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 info? Yeah, so um, obviously we're on Facebook and Instagram. It's Libertarians Who Make Art. Um, we're on Twitter. Also have a TikTok, um, and also have a Patreon um, for people that help uh, support 
what we're trying to do. Um, that's uh, that's more of a recent development, uh, which has been great because there's um, there are some costs involved with you know running the website and things like that. So it's it's great to have some people that care enough about it to help support it uh, on Patreon. Nice. And you guys do have merch. I have stickers that we say do, the return yes. to make art. <laughs> I'm I'm holding it up. I don't know if you can see me. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All right. And and Jaren, if if someone needed uh I don't know, art for something or they were looking for whatever, could they is there a place where they can, you know, reach all of the artists or or reach you to like put out a feeler for artists or something to that effect? Um yeah. So you can reach me on on social media, on Messenger, Instagram, whichever. Um, there is the Facebook group um, with a lot of the people in there um, posting things. There's also a Discord channel um, for connecting with others. And, you know, if anyone needs something, you can just post a question in, in either of those two groups. Um, Are those yeah. open to non-artists too, like folks that just appreciate art? Um, yeah. I know everyone's an artist is whether or not they know it or not. I agree. I agree. I want to do art workshops for that reason. There you go. <laughs> cool. Um, and Jonathan, where can we find the CLC? LPCLC.org. And we've got all our links up there. So. Yep. And if you want to be a guest on the show or you have a suggestion for someone that you'd like to be on the show, please shoot me an email at danielle.s, uh, spelled correctly, D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E, uh, dot S at lpclc.org. That's it. <laughs> All right. Without the question mark, though. Yeah, don't add the question mark. That's just me. Uh, well, thank you for your time, Jaren. Um, You're welcome. Have a... A great rest of your night. Thanks, Thanks you too.